0: Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed, even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. This is Episode 6 of Series 2. chit chat chucker, how constant gabbing may harm you. Hamish is deep in work mode and loving every moment of it. Some people call it being in the zone. It's when everything seems to be flowing and you're being highly creative. At the peak of this experience, he hears... Whoa, you look so busy. Want to hear the latest from the front line? Er, uh, uh, okay, what's the news then? Hamish is too polite to turn down the interrupter, who goes on his way ten minutes later. Ah, now where was I? Oh yes, it's... Uh... Sorry to interrupt, Hamish, but can I just ask you a quick question? Uh, Not really. I... uh, well, all right, Ben. What's your question? The new visitor remains, making small talk, chit-chatting about a recent TV show and what he liked about it. Finally, left alone, Hamish attempts to resurrect that earlier feeling, being in the flow of being highly productive. Ah, I need to get back to... Oh. Hello, Hamish here. What can I do for you? I see. All right, I'll be there on Wednesday at 2pm. Thanks for calling. Ah, no. um. Oh. Hello, dear. Yes, yes, I'll be back home by six today. Okay, see you then. Sadly, that most precious moment of personal effectiveness has fled. Bruised, frustrated and disappointed at his loss, Hamish does some interrupting of his own. He tackles an HR colleague about what has happened. His colleague is understanding and suggests... If you want to stay in the flow, Hamish, you need to be smart about chit-chat and other forms of interruptions. Aye, uh, how do you propose I do that? You have to become a chit-chat chocker. Aye, uh, exactly How do you how do you suggest I do that? Well, let me ask you a question, Hamish. How likely is someone to drop by your desk to chat? Ah, well, judging by how things are going, I'd say there's a good chance of it happening at least three or four times a day. Hmm. Uh, I guess I should plan for it and find ways to stop it from happening the wrong time. Based on their talk, Hamish thanks his colleague for his time and starts on a strategy for dealing with the chit-chatters. Now, when he wants to be most focused, he sticks on a bright red baseball cap with... Busy, written on it. On his desk, he adds a notice saying, Busy right now. Be free in a couple of hours, thanks. This strategy works for him, and others in the office start adopting his idea of wearing headgear to signal that they don't want to be interrupted either. Now let's consider how this story of Hamish and being a chit-chat chucker connects with your situation at work. In my research, I found three essential questions that people have about interruptions at work. One of them is, why is chit-chatting at work bad? Also, how do I balance social chatting with work-distracting chit-chats? And also, what do I do? My boss keeps chit-chatting and affecting my work performance. Let's start with, why is chit-chatting at work bad? These informal conversations can interrupt workflow. They've even been called desk-bombing. And they distract you from focusing on goals. Chit chat can undermine an entire team's productivity. Also, without your knowledge, it may harm your reputation. Saying there aren't enough minutes in a day to do all your work makes little sense if you're constantly talking with your peers. To stop this annoying distraction, you can try some of these things. Wear headphones. This tends to keep people away and avoid earbuds as the chit-chatter may not notice them. Invite sharing. When someone comes up to you and starts chatting, ask them to help you with your work. Ask the person directly, Is this important right now? I'm working on a deadline. Inquire, Why are you telling me this? Do I need to know what you want to say? Use body language to show your disinterest. Find another place where you can work with fewer interruptions. Put a notice on your chair or desk telling people you must not be disturbed for a specific period. Raise the issue of chit-chatting with your team to discuss the solution. Ask to discuss the issue with your boss or supervisor. Come up with suggestions, don't just dump the problem back on the other person. Our second question is how do I balance social chatting with work-distracting chit-chats? Being social at work can be an essential source of relaxation and letting off steam. Yet it's damaging when it distracts from core work processes or indulges gossip and rumour-sharing. If you're talking about things unrelated to work, confine this to during your breaks, otherwise, you'll be wasting your productive hours on something wasteful. Chit chatting that involves gossip and rumors won't help your reputation. You may be seen as someone licious, catty, and untrustworthy. If you worry that you'll lose friends if you ask them to stop chit chatting and interrupting you, then you may need to handle the situation carefully. Many of your co workers may be unclear on how to avoid chit chatters. You may give everyone excellent service by making the issue more transparent and inviting them to discuss it. Being upfront about the chit-chat issue is a good strategy. Let people know you're busy and can't engage in chit-chat sessions. You'll see colleagues apologizing for intruding into your space and disturbing you. And the third question that I identified that people are very concerned about is, my boss keeps chit-chatting and affecting my work performance. Before you go to war over this, give careful attention to why it's happening. For example, if you ignore this person, does it just fuel the fire? Showing annoyance about such boss behaviour is often a mistake. It's up to you to manage your boss somehow. If the boss is anxious and wants to be friendly and social, does this mean they don't realise its negative impact on your work? If most of the time your boss's chit-chat is not work-related, Gently explain that you're facing a deadline and could we discuss it at another time? Being upfront about your focus may shame that person into leaving you alone. If working from home and the chit-chat comes in three minutes of work issues and the rest on time-wasting social problems, you may have a boss who does not understand this way of working. Could you help them understand the pressures? For example propose that rather than a daily phone call to your manager, you move to a bi-weekly or just a regular spot once a week, or set the expectation at the start of the contact. You need to allow for some amount of human connection. 20 minutes of boss-driven socialising a day can be too much if you're not enthusiastically participating, but 5 minutes of it in each check-in time is not unreasonable. So, what action am I proposing? Well. Be ready with straightforward responses to people wanting to interrupt your work with chit-chat. Secondly, give chit-chat situations a wide berth. And finally, explain to chatty visitors that you need to focus on work right now. And my takeaway from all of this? Avoid squandering your time on excessive or irrelevant chit-chat and stay focused on your goals. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 ways to succeed at work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones, at the50ways.site where you can also become a foundation member with access to e-learning units, transcripts, further reading links and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called You Guessed It, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the 50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.